For the past decade, one area of my professional expertise has positioned me at the head of the table in many small conference rooms on many college campuses around this country with administrators seeking to transform slow, inefficient, antiquated human processes into service-minded, modern approaches to automating or semi-automating workflows that create positive experiences and desired outcomes, predominantly using CRM technology. And in that time, I've heard a lot of campus leaders declare, I'm not a technical person, or I'm not a details kind of person, or I'm not the numbers person you should be talking to. In fact, I've heard it said, I'm not a whole lot of times. Ask me how often I've heard I am. Or better yet, I'm willing to learn how to be. I don't know about you, but immediately I want to spend time with that second guy. I want the I am person on my team. I want to be the I am willing to learn to be person. But are you that person, or more often, are you keenly aware of what you're not? Do you tell people what you're not? Do you ever feel stuck? Have you ever felt like the day was holding you hostage? Like you were handcuffed by your fear, your circumstances? That kind of stuck can happen to anyone. From the outside, things may look pretty good, but on the inside, we've succumbed to the powerful numbing agent called limiting beliefs. I've been reminding you all week that leadership is not a title or a position. It is a what? It is a mindset. Specifically, it can be, it should be a growth mindset. And when we adopt a growth mindset, we're adopting the belief that our abilities and intelligence can be developed through dedication, effort, and a willingness to learn. With a growth mindset, we understand that our potential is not fixed but rather valuable. You become the person you can, or at minimum, you start with a willingness to learn how to be. I'm Creighton Dent. Welcome back to the Campus Leader Podcast. How do we start to overcome limiting beliefs, to adopt a growth mindset and further develop our identity as a leader? We're going to spend a lot of time coming back to the subject of growth mindset and growth leadership throughout this 90-day sprint we're on. But today, 
as we continue to focus on our self-leadership, we need tangible steps you can take to embracing this way of leading. I want to take a look at what you attempt. You don't grow by just doing what you did. If you do the same thing you did before, you're probably going to get something similar to what you got before. How do you grow? You grow by either doing more of what you did or you grow by doing something different from what you normally do. I want to say this again to make sure this sinks in. You don't get better by doing the same thing. You grow by either doing more of something or by doing something different. For example, if I work on my body and go to the gym, I'm not just going to curl 30 pounds every single day. One day, I may do 30 pounds. The next day, I may drop the weight and do way more reps. It's something different. Or, I may raise the weight. What I'm doing is I'm shocking my body. I'm introducing different, more of something, or something different. This might sound odd, and you may have never thought about this in your leadership, but one of the best ways to grow as a leader is to grow in a new and unrelated area of your life. And let me just focus on this for a minute. New, something different, not just growing in an unrelated area. Meaning, if I'm a golfer, I've been playing golf for 20 years, playing in tournaments, I've got a handicap, that's not something new for me. More golf isn't going to stretch me. This must be unrelated and new. If you want to grow in your leadership, I would highly recommend you find something new and unrelated to your work on campus, something that will stretch you. And I'll try to explain why this matters so much. What I know about you, because it's true for all of us, is that we all have some leadership insecurity. In your heart, in the back of your mind, maybe in the front of your mind, there's something that's got you thinking, I'm not very good at this. And it may be, I'm not good at reading spreadsheets, or I'm not good at public speaking, or I'm not a good vision caster. I'm not good at interviewing. I'm not good at recognizing talent. I'm not good at running meetings. I'm not good at budgeting. Whatever it is, here's the key. When you attempt something new, something different, it does three things that helps your leadership. The first thing is that it increases your humility. You're trying something that makes you uncomfortable. And it reminds you you're a student. It reminds you you're learning. And you're getting better. And you can learn. And that confidence, that humility, 
it transfers to your leadership. The second thing something new and unrelated does is it gets you comfortable with being uncomfortable. And this is so important in your leadership because the only way you can get better at something you're not good at is if you have to push through the discomfort. Why? Because we know growth and comfort never coexist. Let me say that again. If you want to be comfortable, you will not grow. Growth and comfort never coexist. So it teaches you humility and gets you comfortable with being uncomfortable. And number three, it builds your confidence that you are always growing. I told you, if you're getting better, you're being stretched, you're humble, you're okay with being uncomfortable, that will transfer to your leadership. In my own life, I've proven this out in two ways recently. About two years ago, I started rowing, a new sport for me. I'd never been exposed to it before. I had to practice being uncomfortable with walking into a boathouse in Philadelphia introducing myself to complete strangers, very athletic, very intimidating strangers. And I had to say, I think what you do looks cool. Can you teach me? Now picture this. You're rowing up a river in downtown Philadelphia through a very urban park surrounded by other rowers, pedestrians on the banks watching. And eventually... You struggle to keep your boat afloat because you can no longer feel your arms or legs. You're being overtaken by other rowers and just trying to stay out of their way without flipping yourself over. You're going to swallow several lessons in humility in just 30 minutes on the river. You might swallow some river water too. So how does that matter when it comes to my leadership, it matters so much. In my leadership now, I've learned to be better about focusing on what is going to keep the boat afloat. Focusing on my form, on my breathing, building my stamina, learning to look where I'm going, and not looking at who is watching me or worrying if I'm going to embarrass myself when I make a mistake. And then there's the cabin. Example number two, my father-in-law has been restoring what was a derelict log cabin on my property, the remnants of an incomplete forgotten project by the previous property owner, a cabin that everyone told us during the inspection of the property when we were buying that we would need to tear it down it could not be rehabbed. It was long gone. It was a safety hazard. My father-in-law, on the other hand, well, he disagreed. And he decided he would take this project on with our help. Now, I've never been a handyman. My father wasn't a handyman. So 
I was never exposed to this kind of work growing up. And honestly, I've always avoided it myself as an adult. But I bought myself a pair of overalls and work boots and started my apprenticeship. I've learned how to brick and pour a foundation. We capped a chimney. We framed out a new kitchen together. I almost broke my back hanging new gutters when an aluminum ladder gave out from under me. I knew nothing about any of this before we started, but my father-in-law needed the hands and I was willing to learn. And he's taught me just how much details matter. I like to move hard. I like to move fast. I don't like to dot all the I's and cross all the T's. StrengthsFinder tells me I'm an activator. Others might say, I'm quick to start projects I expect someone else to finish. But my father-in-law, he held me accountable. And he wouldn't let me get by without making sure everything was level. Everything was perfect. And so now we have a log cabin. Still much more work to go. But the cabin has been saved and will continue to be a lesson in hard work and attention to detail for generations to come. And as a leader, this cabin reminds me I want to dot all the I's. I want to cross all the T's. There are no shortcuts when you're trying to build something that will stand the test of time. The whole experience helped me be more systematic in my daily thinking and my approach to working with teams. With both of these things, when rowing, when building the cabin, I'm learning, I'm growing, I'm stretching myself in some unrelated field that is incredibly humbling to me. When I grow in some unrelated area, it builds into my mindset some of the principles that transfer to my leadership growth. And this can be true for you too. Here's your assignment for today. I know you've probably already guessed what it is. And you're saying to yourself, I don't have time to do something new, Creighton. I have responsibilities. Attempting new and unrelated doesn't mean doing the exotic. We need you to learn to resist no for the rewards of yes. So, I'm not asking you to pick something new and unrelated today. Start with a simple list. And what I mean is a list of simple things, new and unrelated things, but no one needs to commit to climbing Everest. Your assignment between now and next week, just make the list. It's a powerful first step. And by the way, stop saying to others and stop telling yourself, I'm not. I'm not this. I'm not that. I'm not something. That's not really a part of this assignment as much as it is a personal edict. When you say I'm not, 
you're instilling a self-limiting belief. If you're listening to this podcast and you are a part of this community, then you are adopting a growth mindset. You are a leader. You are someone who is willing to learn to be. Stop listening to your no voice and start listening to your yes voice. Together, we're going to do the new and open ourselves up to becoming more interesting, more humble, more confident, more complex individuals, better campus leaders. That's it for today. I'll check in with you next week on that list you're making. In the meantime, if you haven't already, be sure to subscribe to this podcast on your favorite platform so you never miss one of our daily talks. I am Creighton Dent, and this is the Campus Leader Podcast. Podcast.